0: Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Quick Look. It's MacBook Air time. Isn't that amazing? It seems years and years ago, because it was, that the MacBook Air got a proper redesign. But before we get into it, let me just apologize because this is not the proper Quick Look set as I'm sure you can see. The lighting is a tad dark. I'm sitting at the edge of the table rather than at the center than I usually do, but we're actually in the middle of rebuilding the studio to fit a couple of really high-profile live streams that we're making over the course of the next couple of weeks, so bear with us in that time. We still felt like we had to shoot some quick looks to show y'all, so we will continue to do that, so you know, now you know. Back to the MacBook Air. This is the new MacBook Air, and at first glance, you might think that looks like a MacBook Pro. One of the new MacBook Pros that was introduced last fall 2021. And it does take a lot of obvious design cues from there. So obviously, as you can probably tell, away is the wedge shape. If you recall, the original MacBook Air design kind of started at its thickest and then tapered off to a thinner point. Now. That point, it was actually thinner on the original MacBook Air, but now it's uniform across the entire aluminum unibody, which just means that it's built like a tank. There's no flex anywhere. It's just built like miles better. Like you can just feel that Apple has tighter tolerances with these things. So if you're looking for a, a, a laptop like across both Windows and macOS Golfs and you just care about it being built well, you're not going to find one which is built as well as a MacBook, like, generally. And I hope I don't get, like, make anyone upset by saying that. No, obviously, that's not the only thing. First off, you might look at this color. I think it's called, like, Midnight or something. It's kind of black, matte black, with a hint of blue on it. But as I'm I'm sure you can see on the close-up right now, This has one major issue, which is that this catches fingerprints the instant you take it out of the packaging and below this finish, colored finish, is actually metal gray, like not space gray, but brighter gray, like uh, silver gray. So if you scratch it, for instance, when you're putting something into one of these ports you're going to get like the flakes of that like brighter gray shining through. So don't get this color that Apple sent us. Get the regular space gray version. It's great. Don't worry about space gray. Someday Apple will make more brighter colors. But until then, I think just buy it in a different color. But obviously, it looks fantastic. That's all I can say. It looks absolutely fantastic. And the um, there's actually more good news because right here, that's not right there, right here, you'll find that you have the same Thunderbolt 4 ports. Now, you can't really see them, but what you probably can see is right here, it's MagSafe. This gets MagSafe through a color-coordinated braided cord, and that basically means that, you know, when you trip, over the cord it will fly out because it's magnetically attached it's not a usb type-c cable so it won't pull the computer down that also basically means that you now have two ports where you whereas you only have one when you're charging because usually you would get the two but one would be occupied for charging so you would have one now that is not the case anymore good job apple now if we're opening it up more good news because this gets a bunch of the things that was great about the MacBook Pro, which continues to be great about the MacBook Pro. So first off, they've increased the display to 13.6 inches simply by Uh, eliminating some of the screen bezel. Now there is a bit more bezel than on the MacBook Pro, but again increasing from 13 to 13.6 is great in my book, and since there is a lot of laptops in like this particular sort of size range, which still has a fucking chin, meaning that it's 13 by 9, I completely excuse them and I also don't care about the notch. No, I don't consider it a part of their design language or anything, but I think it's a fine compromise and I just stopped looking for it for a long time. Obviously, you also get a, uh, a little uh, touch ID sensor here in the keyboard. You get the same scissor style keyboard that you've been getting on MacBooks for the last couple of years and the best trackpad in the world. So all of that is all good. Now. Working on this computer is great. It is absolutely lovely to do your daily tasks on this thing and it can handle basic um, video editing in Adobe Premiere or Final Cut Pro, it can handle like music production, basic coding and just all of the browsing and media that you would use a laptop for. It has an M2 inside which we'll get to. So. All of the things that you would expect, Wi-Fi 6, Bluetooth 5, fantastic speakers, a 1080p webcam with center stage, it's all here. They've even increased the battery to 52.6 watt hours, which gave me around 15 hours of continuous use, which is just miles better than your average Windows laptop and even Chromebook, so that's good. Is it miles better than the old MacBook Air? Not really. They made, it, they made the battery larger, but they also made the screen larger, so it kind of evens out. Now, the screen itself is a liquid retina display, um, which basically means that it has a slightly higher peak brightness, 50, 550 nits, which is just fine. I absolutely love it. Color calibration. It's all great. It's Apple, so they do this very, very well. We haven't really, on the show, talked about the M2, which is inside this thing, though. We will delve into it in a uh, later video, but the M2 is essentially not just the revolution that the M1 was, but mostly a a gradual upgrade, which should be satisfying to most users. So that basically means 8 CPU cores rather than 7 and 10 GPU cores rather than 8. And they are uh, clocked uh, slightly higher at around 3.50 gigahertz, I think. But that basically means that you should at least in um the synthetic benchmarks that we were able to test um such as cinebench and that that kind of stuff which does support uh um mac's own silicon now um around a 15 percent increase across those so will you notice it day to day i don't know but it is good and future proofing does mean something so let's recap so that's an M2 chip rather than an M1, a new better design which does not taper off to a point which is nicer than that wedge shape I think, MagSafe which is lovely, the better webcam with center stage, but it also is more expensive. It's actually around $200 more expensive. that, That basically means that what Apple has done here is that they've kept the old M1 Air in the lineup it's still being supported and you can buy it it's not you know something that's outgoing they'll keep it there and for a while at $999 so you basically get a choice is the M1 wedge-shaped old MacBook Air fine for me at $999 well then it's a great laptop it's one of the best laptops in the world but if you feel like those things that I just listed are worth $200 you get this and then you get probably the best sort of student laptop if you can spare the 1200 that I can think of. So this is just a slam dunk in every single way. And I just think Apple's on a roll right now. They might stumble. Again, September is coming up and it looks like the iPhone 14 is going to be a year more of yesteryear, which might prove to be that stumble. But this is just great. And obviously it, be, it being more expensive is annoying but I can live with that because it's just an awesome laptop. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.